Although edited for television, tonight's thriller contains scenes of suspense and violence which may be unsuitable for young viewers. Parental discretion is advised. Stick with the Japanese animation. Dan's winking at me. Shit. <laughs> oh, huzzah. Getting that in the same room treatment. <laughs> Welcome to the Otaku Host Club podcast. We are here in person. We have made time for... Stance keeps winking at me. Yo, <laughs> Oh, my God. You know, winking is uh, it's a good... Good way to start things. Yeah. yeah. Um, speaking of starting things. <laughs> Welcome to our podcast. <laughs> yeah. Wow, IRL for the third time ever. We sound amazing. Yeah, this we've been doing this for over two years, and we we do like meet up once a year, yeah, twice a year <laughs> if we're lucky. Well, we meet up lots of times a year, but we never actually like record in person that many times. <laughs> this is true. But we are we are recording now. Yeah, for new for new listeners, I'm Jeff. I'm Dan. I'm Amelia. I usually intro the show. Yes, <laughs> we're let we're we're a lot more professional on our on our normal <laughs> episodes, yeah. but um, I'm a bit of a loose cannon today. This is my first time like decompressing after Oticon. Um, yeah, I I just came back straight from the office, which I have been to the office at my new job twice, right? Twice now, <laughs> so I'm not used to waking up early in the morning, and dragging my ass to DC mm-hmm. to go into the office all day. I'm also a little kooky. Yeah, I like your I like your uniform. I like the badge. It's like it looks official. You're so dressed Thanks. up right uh, now. Yeah, I am dressed up. Got my Yeezys color coordinated to my yes. polo shirt. I got my new work ID. Finally got a work ID after almost a year of working there. Hell yeah. I was telling the uh, the random ladies at the office I was hanging out with that oh my ID looks good. I look like some random guy. <laughs> <laughs> You think you could like walk into any situation, any store, or, you know, the airport, and be like, just, just flash your ID. Yeah, just real quick. Wear, a, wear an orange vest. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll tell you uh, where I, I was telling telling these uh, these these women this anecdote as well. We were discussing what you actually do with your government ID. I was saying that I'm on a naughty list to get into Canada, um, and every naughty time, I, list. yeah, I've I've been I've confirmed that with border guards that I'm on a list. So every time I try to cross the border into Canada, it's guaranteed I'm going to be pulled aside, searched extra hard, questioned extra hard. Damn. Um, you know what you should do? You should wear a dildo to make your dick bigger. So when they search you, maybe it's a hot lady. Well, what I do do. <laughs> He's a doo-doo. <laughs> <laughs> is bust out my government ID when they're searching me mm-hmm. and be like, oh, you know, I'm a federal employee just like you guys, and then they normally cut the search and the questions oh, short and cut me loose. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it works out for me. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah! 
bravo yeah professional yeah <laughs> Yeah, where we work, we just like clock in, yeah, and you just show up when you show up. When you show up, you show up, <laughs> and it's it's great. Sometimes people will bring people in, like our children. Yep, yeah, animals. You know, mm. what yeah. kind of animals? Uh, well, they found a cat at work while we were at Otacon. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and I would have claimed it. I would have claimed it if I was there. Yeah, that's right. Thursday mm-hmm. was that Thursday? Mm-hmm. It was like ages ago. <laughs> it was ages ago. Yeah, I pulled up to work and. Um, you know, two co-workers were walking out to their car, and I see the hood popped up, and I'm like, oh, it must be an issue with the engine or car, and uh, um, so I get out of the car, I walk over, and then there's a white fluffy thing in the front of the mm-hmm. in the engine, right? And I'm like, oh, it's like so something got scary. stuck in there, and they pulled it out, and the fucking cat, and Chuck goes, uh, he tries to hold it, and then it no. scratches him up. Yeah, because oh, he's shit. like, fuck this man, he does not like yeah. him. Oh, shit, okay. Yeah, don't you know you're supposed to grab a cat by his neck? <laughs> Right. <laughs> they know when people don't like him. Mm-hmm. They ran. It ran around the building, and then uh, we caught it in the back of the building inside of a car truck wheel. The wheel well. Damn. That the was playing thing. hard to get. Yeah, it was. And then, but, f- but they got it in the end. Yeah, we got it. We uh, were able to to capture it, wrangle it. Wrang- we wrangled it up. We wrangled it. We put them in a box, <laughs> put them in the bathroom, and then we started to watch it. Oh my for goodness. About three hours. Then, uh, <laughs> started just looking at it. Yeah. You were looking at it. Yep. And our boss our boss just gave me this look. Like, you just like, why would you bring this in? <laughs> why would you bring it, it in during the work day? It needed a home for a minute. Yeah, just imagine the cat just spreading its hairs all over your guys' products. Oh, they are. That already happens. Okay. I literally hug both of my cats for like 10 minutes before I leave. Sure. And then I just, you know, I'm a printer. I print the shirts. Right. The cat hair gets on the shirts. Okay. Okay. The shirts will come around and be like, oh, look, that's the EB hair. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it bit bit a coworker. It bit bit somebody. It bit somebody. Really good. Uh Aww. And of course, my boss was like, "All right, you need to go. To the, you need to leave and get it checked out. Could have a oh, disease rabies. or yeah. rabies." Yeah, or I thought that was a big thing. Like, if a female cat bites you, then that there's saliva. It you. Uh, what? <laughs> no, I, I thought it was a whole thing. Like the the saliva of female cats is particularly bad for human beings. So if it bites you, then what? it's like high likelihood of getting sick or especially if you're infected. especially if you're pregnant i think it's is this true yeah is this somebody somebody on the discord can fact check me on Please. this but that that was my understanding yeah um i always knew that pregnant ladies weren't allowed to um clean the litter boxes mm. but hmm. speaking of the discord um, <laughs> I want to shout out all you new Discord members who joined us from what I can only assume was our panel from Otacon. Um, Cathelis, um, Helion, Knucklehead, and Sid Naturally. Thank you guys for joining, hanging out with us, chatting. Um, it's like you have been here my entire life. <laughs> yeah, I have not really looked at the discord closely in the last couple of days because dan doesn't have it on his phone that's true and i've i've been too busy with work to do very much um but did somebody really point out on the discord that i don't own a blu-ray player (laughs) yes they did and i also would like (laughs) to also i would also like to compliment the um figure that you got this weekend that was clearly a gundam Mm mm-hmm 
Mm-hmm. Are you sure that? Are you sure that wasn't like a you know Dangayo or something? You know, that was a Power Ranger guy. It was Power Ranger. It was a common yeah. Ranger. Transformer. It was a Transformer. Yeah. <laughs> like my brain all weekend was mush and <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> we I were trying to, we were trying to load the car up with all my, my loot drip stuff after the convention and I was like Dan you need to get your Gundam <laughs> you need to get your huge Gundam out of the front seat of my car it's pretty big yeah well to be fair I didn't say anything you know. I know you were very nice you, in the moment you were like okay and then, um, then Steven goes this is Evangelion <laughs> I was like fuck well, it's not as bad as my fuck up at the at the panel. Oh, well, we'll get yeah. in a little bit later about that. Oh, but okay. When I said uh, when I said, look at that Fetty mask, the guy with the Fetty oh. mask, and it was a Zeon mask. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we all make mistakes sometimes. You know, it's there hard. Was, there it's was, hard to recount characters in the moment. I'm just saying. There was one time I thought that a guy I was driving on tour was uh, intellectually disabled. And I referred to him, like, kind of implied this to to one of his bandmates, like, oh, yeah, I get it, because he's, like, you know, kind of mentally handicapped, right? And she was like, what? (laughs) No? What are you talking about? I was like, oh, I just kind of assumed, given his, like, behavior and the way he talks, he's like... (laughs) Oh, no. You're like, I was like, I thought he was just neurotypical. Uh, Well, you know. You no live harm, and no you foul. learn, and then you get dubbed. Look, all I'm saying is Blu-ray players are very easy to acquire. <laughs> when I'm ready to get one, I can just go down to the store and get one. Right. Not ready yet. When time he is, will never, he will yeah, never get one, guys. Look, just like I'll, he's, I'll be ready. Just like he's moving back to Baltimore, guys. <laughs> when I move, I'll get a Blu-ray player. In 2045. <laughs> Dan. Back to Baltimore, 2045. I've had the same DVD player since I was 18. It is true. And it still works. So there's really no reason for me to get something new. The record player too, right? Our connection's lost. Something just popped up. No, that's just the... Oh, okay. Sorry. Um, Sorry, I cracked my beer um, because I'm a bit of a loose cannon. Oh, yeah. I have so much news for Dan that Dan has not heard about yet. Yeah, Yeah. where do you want to start? Do you want to start on Friday? Yeah, fucking. Let's do it. Yeah, you got. I mean, I feel like I have not seen you guys, even though we we stayed together. I feel like I have not seen you guys all weekend. Well, you know, there's. On the one hand, of course, I want to be of of positive use to you. Yeah, I and mean, I feel like I'm there to to support you and yeah. And help Saturday, you. standing on the chair, doing yeah. suck it poses. Yeah, with the crotch. Amazing. Yeah, Perfect. you got to get that crotch print up to You're eye level so people recognize. <laughs> exactly. Your fit on Saturday was. Yeah, nice. I looked good. Yeah, you I did. Good. Thank you. You did. Mm-hmm. You did. Um, but yeah, I, I'm also sensitive to the idea that if you just have, and Stephen and I talked about this in detail, that if you just have too many people standing around, yeah. then that that's not like if you have too few people, then it's really annoying. If you have too many people, it kind of looks bad from the mm-hmm. outside. It, it so, would be different if the booths that I received were not 10 by 10, because then there's no room for anyone. There's only yeah, room for true. stock, and that's it. Yeah. Um, so in the future, now that I know this, I will be applying for things that are larger than 10 by 10. Sure, okay. <laughs> and then you get so many more exhibitor badges. You get so many more like chairs right. and tables and right. whatever. But, the things we learn. So oh. yeah, I, I felt like Friday, I was I was just running around. I figured my, my general tempo was Friday, I'll go buy everything I want to buy. Saturday, I'll work hard at the table. 
Sunday is the panel. Mm-hmm. And that is what I did. I ran around Friday, bought all the things I wanted to buy. I put a picture in Discord so you can see it. Oh, Took sick. pictures of those berserk statues and sent them to people. Oh, I, I mean, thought those, those were, were fucking, fucking cool. Sick. Yeah, they were so cool. Yeah, uh, yeah. I uh, next maybe next year I'll step to that because that's the kind of shit I want to get into. Yo, who else was posting that? Echo was posting. Echo, Echo was posting in our Discord about the um, the same kinds of statues at Anime Matsuri because Anime Matsuri was this weekend, which uh-huh. is like a convention in Houston. Mm-hmm. Which I think I think we should go to next year instead of sure. I wouldn't call. You want to go back to honestly to, to Texas? I fucking loved Texas. Mm-hmm. Texas was so easy. Everything was easy there. Besides, like actually shipping my shit out, <laughs> which was really fucking expensive. Like Texas was so much fun. Yeah, it and was. I feel like let's try Houston next year, guys. We could do, we could do Houston next year. I kind of want to go. You don't want to go up uh, north. I do actually want to go. <laughs> we go to, I want to go. I, the conventions that I want to go to are Anime North, mm. um, Otakuthon. That one's actually in Canada. Mm. Um, mm. I want to go to Anime Matsuri. Um, I would love to go to Anime Boston. So like JD and Earthworm, like Hannah said. Yeah. Do they normally go to Anime Boston? Um, that is the bigger convention in the northeastern oh. area, but I think. Um, I feel like Anime North is also in Canada, hmm. but like maybe not. Like it's on the cusp or some something. Well, I, I want to go to the Chicago Con to hang out with Strictly Series. Oh, and Anime I go Central. To the Atlanta Con yeah, yeah. AWA. Melancholy. Yeah, or MomoCon. Either of those, I sure. would love to go to. Sure. I've applied uh, that, and like I've applied as Lou Drip for all of these things. Okay. Um, but their their waiting lists apparently are years long now. Yo, what the hell is that? I know. I yeah. asked people at Anime Expo because I have you know I've, I've gotten in at Anime Expo. Mm-hmm. And I'm like. Hey, so like, what do I need to do to get my name on the exhibitor list? And they were like, uh, "In four years, you can have your name on the exhibitor huh. list." And Thanks I'm like, four years? Like, I would love for Lou Drip to be a thing in four years, but in like, four years. This is some like doctor's office style shit. Yeah, like, like, oh, can we schedule your appointment for exactly like you know five months in advance? It's like I don't fucking know, man. I have no idea what I'm going to be doing <laughs> in five months. You know, like I exactly uh, maybe I'll decide to go on vacation. Maybe I'll have like a dramatic change in my daily routine or something. You know? Uh, Four years? It's like, man, like... In four years, I might be moving on with my life yeah, to an in entirely four years, new endeavor. My shit might be in Hot Topic, bitch. I don't know. Yeah, you might exactly. not be able to get me in four exactly. years. Exactly. Suncoast. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> it's, it's like, yeah, it's awkward. Or PacSun, rather. I said Suncoast. <laughs> but anyway, so back to Otakon. So, Friday was good? Yeah, Friday was fun. We... What did we do on Friday? Y'all I hung was, out. Y'all, okay. yeah, we were, y'all were hanging out. out. Before hung that, out. though, <laughs> okay, you got it. You got to unload your Friday. Your pre. I'm sorry, Thursday. <sighs> unless you don't. Unless you don't want to. Is that? Oh my god, my fucking Thursday was batshit insane. Okay, because so I have to. Okay, to prep to prep for Oticon, um, my cat is now high maintenance. She's a high maintenance ass bitch. My my pearl, um, because uh, a couple of months ago she had a bunch of most of her teeth taken out, um, and the medicine that the vet put her on fucked her the fuck up, mm. fucked her liver up, fucked everything up. Mm. So she was on a bunch of supplements and a bunch of pills, and we also found. 
found out that she has hyperthyroidism, which is like um, a degenerative, I'm pretty sure, degenerative disease. So um, some cats, when they get put on this medicine, and it's just like with people too. It's like a people people cat disease. Um, but you can, um, with medicine, sometimes cats recover fully and they don't need the medicine anymore. But then... Um, uh, she, we needed to figure out her medicine routine basically mm-hmm. with her, how much thyroid medicine she needs. Um, so I have to drop her off at my parents' house, like my dad's house and my dad and my little sister, I'm going to say little, should I say little? No. <laughs> um, so my dad and my sister, I know my little, um, Emoto, that's what, that's what she would be. Mm-hmm. Um, they take care of her for whenever we leave for an extended amount of time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have to drop her off. And then I had to pick up stock because my mom makes, like, hand makes um, two of the items in my shop. So she was in crunch mode trying to make those. Um, and um, we've been dealing with tons of stuff with my grandma. My grandma's actually, like, in, been in the hospital for, like, two weeks. And um, so we've been going Sorry back. To hear and, that. Yeah. Um, we've been going back and forth to, like, visit her and shit. So, like, shit hit the fan on Friday morning and like my mom was freaking out. I'm freaking out. We need to get these bags. I need to get back. I hit traffic literally both ways. Like I hit it up to my dad's house. I hit it back to my house to fill my mom's car up with all of my lube drip stock and shit. Um, and then I come and get Dan, me and Dan hit traffic and then to actually load this shit in, I didn't get like any emails or any kind of like, this is what you do as an exhibitor, like for Oticon, where like with Akon, I got like an entire like exhibitor email, like, hello, we are Akon. This is how you get your shit into the door. Um, so I had Dan run around and ask security guards and like other like random people to like figure out for me where I need to go because like I had the car with all my stuff and I couldn't leave it on the street and shit like that. Um, so we find out and then I go check us in. I get the badges. We go to the loading dock. The fucking loading dock is taken over by this company called Spectrum, which like at Acon, like every convention that you go to is probably being taken. The loading dock is probably being taken over by like the Teamster. Yes, this is something I discussed with our neighbors actually. Yeah, so to get my stuff from my car to to the loading dock to my table, I had to pay a fee, and I could have taken it through the front door that was like up to flight two stories and where my car is, um, but. I didn't have the means to do that. I don't feel like we had the means to do that. Um, it would have it would have just taken like a long ass time. Yeah, it would have been a little bit more hassle than it's yeah. worth. And I wouldn't have been able to set up any of my table because we probably would have been just moving, moving down shit there down day, there. All night. Which yeah. like also so we get the so we had to pay money for them to take it from our car to the booth, which is fine, like whatever. Um, but then uh, when we got there. My plan for the table was to hang shirts from cord and like, um, like, I don't know what the fuck they're called. Clippy thingies. I don't know. I was going to hang shirts on cords and kind of make it look like, like a street market kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but there were no neighbors on the side of us. Yeah. We to were do in that the Baltimore of the dealer's hall. Cause half <laughs> that shit was fucking abandoned. Man. Yeah. It was. Actually, I didn't <laughs> even think Nimi about never that. never showed up. <laughs> 
you know? Vacant block. We were. We were. There were two houses on the block that weren't vacant, and everything else was vacant. Yeah. <laughs> I was I was shocked by that. I was as well, actually. Who, who the fuck is paying? Like, do you At get a refund if you don't show up? No. See, the thing is, is you get a refund if you... If you tell them that you want your refund, like that you're not coming before the convention, but once the convention starts, there's no refunds. Yeah, because you would think that if they were told, one would assume if they were told beforehand, they wouldn't set out the um, company name placards Mm -hmm. demarcating the space. Yeah. Uh, But at the same time, maybe they would because it didn't seem like communication within the Otakon organization was very tight. It was terrible. But I was, I was like, who? And and I was equally uh, befuddled by the people that showed up on Saturday. And I, we talked about that a little bit. Mm-hmm. That the uh, some of the people across from us showed up on Saturday because they were given less than one month notice mm-hmm. about being put in the dealer or getting accepted uh, mm-hmm. into the dealer's hall. Yeah. And they drove up from Georgia. And I think they were just in a really hectic scramble to get their stock together and, and kind of get back on the ball to be ready for Otacon. Yeah. Well, cause you need, not only do you need stock, you need means to get there. You need um, a hotel when you get, when you actually yeah, get to Baltimore yeah. and like figuring out how to actually get into this building and get your, like badges and shit was so confusing yeah unorganized disorganized i suppose i have a little bit more sympathy for the people that showed up on saturday i have to imagine they had some kind of extenuating circumstance Mm -hmm. that was cramping their style but on the surface i was very like what the hell like you like Friday and Saturday are the kind of mainstay days yeah. of business. You're going to miss one of them? Yeah, like, I would miss Sunday, if anything. Point? Yeah, mm-hmm. what was even the point? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so we got our shit loaded in. Um, I had to, on the fly, think of a new a new kind of situation for us to display all of the clothes in. Um, and uh, Steven and his stepbrother, Ryan, were a super huge help. And you, got you, Jeff, like everybody went to Target for me. You all went to Hobby Lobby. What the fuck else did you guys do? Yeah, no, I stopped and got this uh, this uh, American uh, American Mule. Oh, American American Mule. American Mule. I didn't do too much to be honest with you. <laughs> okay. I was just a passenger. <laughs> but you had to deal with my my um, my requests of items. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we left. Steven we left the said house. that the um, that the people in that shopping center were very weird it was very odd interactions all around yeah it was uh, well my entire day was like that so i don't know if it was just me i don't know some weird uh time warp thing happening uh Mm. uh, yeah um but yeah some of the interactions were kind of weird i agree Um, this lady steven asked for zip ties and she was like what are those do you wear them and he was like, no, they're like zip <laughs> zip ties. They're like plastic things that you like, yeah. like twist ties, but like not. Mm-hmm. She was like, what are those? I've never heard of well, those. Well, when two people love each other a lot, you know, and they like <laughs> kind of get bored with their physical interactions, mm-hmm. eventually you learn zip what zip ties are. Oh, shit. Yeah, I got a some southern chicken, style chicken, and it was a weird spot because it was... Southern food with shawarma and like Mediterranean right, food. You guys were talking about that. Yeah, yeah, very odd. I ended up walking in and going in the wrong uh, end of the line. I just like mm. cut through. 
and people are like trying to check out. <laughs> I was just like standing in their way. You're like, I'm getting chicken now. Thank you. Yeah, I was like, what's this taste like? And they're like, oh. and they didn't. No one said anything. Everyone was so nice about it. I was just like, oh, I guess I should come in the other way around. <laughs> Whoops. Um, but yeah, we left at like six six thirty, and we didn't get there until like close to. 10 9 30 10 i don't know 9 30 maybe it was pretty late yeah we we ended up circling around the the garage to go to the hotel garage for a minute mm-hmm. trying to find out where the park it was a weird night it was a weird day it was crazy it was uh, really like that is the most stress i've ever been under in my life and i've worked at a convention center starbucks so mm-hmm. like if you can imagine if you ever walked into a convention center starbucks during a convention weekend like i've worked that i've yeah, been there i've been yeah, th- yeah. i've done that but this was even more stressful yeah. well because it's your company now. yeah now it's like my brand i'm the face and like um obviously i want everything to go according to plan yeah. and schedule yeah. and i want it to look nice and i want it to make it yeah just like a welcoming experience you know i'm selling fucking hentai clothes like i want you to like want to come shop yeah. here <laughs> but your your theory was correct we, originally we were in a different booth yeah in a different part of the dealer's mm-hmm. hall and we kind of on the down low scoot down low right next door to manga gamer yes. that's what they were called yeah. right manga mm-hmm. gamer and manga gamers kind of been like a staple at conventions across the nation i want to say the nation can i say that um across the nation for a pretty long time now um they have uh like hentai visual novels that's like what they sell um and so when i saw that they had an empty space next to their table i was like oh i'm the hentai corner how the fuck yeah everybody's gonna go (laughs) get their um their little emoto uh hentais hentai games and then maybe stop by my table um which i think it was definitely a good strategy because the spot that i was in was near nothing of importance it was all like con con tables that like people were promoting their own convention with and like there there was no retail spaces there was one retail space on the corner but that was about it right and they showed up on saturday so it was like the spot that i was in was a pretty dead zone um compared to the spot that we did have that was apparently still a dead zone yeah but your your theory is correct and i i stand by that that was unequivocally the Mm -hmm. best decision and um since the neighbors next to us weren't there we kind of encroached on their space for for friday and saturday because i was like if these people aren't showing up like what's the point like i'm just gonna spread out like nobody's gonna say anything to me and until sunday when they said something to me (laughs) but i don't think that person like knew anything about anything i think they were just like volunteering or whatever that is what i imagine (laughs) but we know what's smart is that um the people next to you manga gamers had a panel that we went to Mm -hmm. the saturday night i think it was Uh Mm -hmm. can you imagine though like having your own panel for your well they're a large company. Well, yeah. quote unquote large. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I don't. I don't want to divulge all the inner workings of their company. Yeah, so don't. Gracefully shared with me. Yeah. I really enjoyed hanging. They out talk with to them. Dan more than they talk to me, and I'm the lewd hentai um, clothing. I know, but to, owner. Be, to be fair, and I don't want to. There was one. There was one man that bought something. So. Yeah, one yeah, man yeah. did buy something. Yeah. No, <laughs> I. One man. Uh, I know there's a stigma. You know. Take a business they, card. They you gave know what I mean? me the ambiance of, of people that are really, well, 
I don't I don't want to specify them because this is this is a broader sense of of both the conventions that we've been to now with Lude Drip, you know, in 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 the world of punk that I'm used to operating within, everybody that is doing things behind the scenes, we all know each other. All mm-hmm. these label guys, all these guys that drive bands on tour, all these guys setting up shows, all these guys doing distros, everybody knows each other. Mm. We're all up on each other's shit. We're always chatting with each other. You see, you're at the merch oh, table. Oh, you got a little poop on your you noses? Know. You got a little poop <laughs> on your nose? I do? Well, you know, from being up in the uh, brown nose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, I was yeah. being funny. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> but yeah, you, you know, we... You, you got a table full of records in the back of the room and you look to your left there's another guy with a table full of records in the back of the room of course you look at each other's records and you schmooze and chit chat and hang out for a little bit yeah. I'm used to to this kind of business being a very social type thing and into a, a strong community bond mm-hmm. and I have not found that in the anime convention world and I mean, some, through. some re- I mean, it's, but it's not. It's not cutthroat. <laughs> no, but it's, no, it's, it's just very like everybody's there to do their their job. They're getting paid to be yeah. here, and we're oh, not here to party or make friends. This isn't a social engagement. Yeah. this is my job. I mean, the yeah. friends across mm-hmm. from us, the Pixel Studio. What's it called? Pixart Studio. They were kind of like that, but they were. But that's because they were contracted. But I also feel like ma- the manga gamer people, besides the one man, was also contracted to work there. You know, they work for the company. They're just there to work. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas, like, when, you know, we talk with Callie from Myth... Or yeah. Myth Adventures. Yeah. Can you think that out? Mythbusters. They're from Myth. I keep calling her Callie, and I want to call her Kali, because that's her name. Yes. Anyway, I'm so sorry, Kali. But, yeah, like, I feel like we hit, like, a different... Like vibe with them, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. They were like the exception because yes, and they were felt down that to way earth to me too. people. Yeah, because they're normal like, as fucking people. Yeah, you can hang out with. <laughs> and I, you know, and, and so are the manga gamer people. Yeah, I definitely don't want to act like I'm frowning upon them in some way. Mm-hmm. But it, when we think of oh, they spent all this time talking to Dan and not to Amelia, it's because <laughs> I walked over there yes. and started talking he at did. them and was like, "Hey, what's up, neighbor?" You know, like, yeah. and and I was schmoozing with them. Uh, otherwise, they would not have. Yeah. Talk to me. No. Well, to be fair, I was really busy. So yeah, you were very busy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you're busy at your table, I can understand not wanting to mm-hmm. socialize. Like Joe, Joe is nonstop. Otaku Joe. Otaku oh. Joe. He's yeah, busy as sure. shit. Yeah, he's yeah, busy yeah, yeah. as shit. But also, I, f- I feel like I have conversed with Otaku Joe at points fair. where I wasn't that busy. That's fair. Like, when I bought those Gunbuster DVDs last year, I felt like I was oh talking God. to him for, like, five minutes mm-hmm. or something. Do you want to hear crazy? Something crazy? Yeah. So, I bought Steven the Gunsmith Cats uh, action figures that oh, were at cool. Otaku Joe's table yeah. for a third of that price. Oh, shit. Whoa. This one, like, in case yeah. you were wondering. <laughs> is this a, a third. Is this a, a third. Christmas birthday? It was a birthday situation, okay. you know, but okay. it was a third of the price. Did you guys see how you know, expensive they okay, were? It's okay, man. This podcast rides for Otaku Joe's. Yeah, great, we do. We do love Otaku dealer Joe's. that always brings that hot shit that I want. He does. He had an Angel Beats clock. Yeah. Last year, fuck he had, man. He had them hot berserk stuff. I bought. Uh, yeah, I, I just bought some <laughs> random ass DVDs from this time around. I bought Parasite 
DVD and Tatama Galaxy DVD. But uh, he also had, yeah, those Golgo 13 figures that were cool. Mm-hmm. Some um, Galaxy Express 999 figures that I thought were really hot. That uh, Akira figure was Canada with the bike. Yeah. That shit was cool, man. I thought, you know, to keep with the trend of me buying these original DVDs for expensive collector prices just to see them get immediately reissued a year later, uh, which has happened to me twice now i thought maybe i should buy this original berserk dvd so then the world can benefit from it inevitably getting reissued the <laughs> next year but i didn't do that but still like it was it was calling my name it was cool otaku joe's always got that hot shit mm-hmm. yeah that's 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 what i look you know when i when i go to these conventions i look for the poster guy and i look for <laughs> otaku joe's <laughs> and what about that what about the dealer who had the uh Humidifier, the Evangelion. Yeah, so yes, yeah, so there was there was a little a little corner dealer tucked away. Uh, the woman that I was talking to behind the table said that this was her first ever convention, but the owner I think had been on the convention circuit for some time. Um, and yeah, they also had some good shit. They had some cool Ghost in the Shell action figures from the TV series, but they weren't the ones I wanted. Otherwise, I would have gotten them. Hmm. But the uh, the big the big score there was the Evangelion humidifier. No, I ain't never seen anything like this before. In my I whole said you should life. get it. It I would know. help your breathing. Yeah. Well, we're gonna. Well, I'll address this. Uh, I'll address it right now. I have never used a humidifier. <laughs> I have never used a humidifier in my entire life. I had to ask Stephen and Amelia what people use humidifiers for yo this bitch got sinus issues you need a humidifier when you got sinus issues apparently i can i can see a dehumidifier in my life because of all the records Mm -hmm. like to to get the moisture away from the records Mm -hmm. but a you know adding more moisture to my life i just don't think it's necessary for me (laughs) so i just couldn't i couldn't justify it you don't need any more moisture in your life yeah i'm good that's it all right, ladies, no moisture. <laughs> yeah. Yo, Ben Shapiro told me that that's not, you know, it's not anatomically correct. <laughs> um, but yeah, this so this this Evangelion humidifier was so cool. It was the geofront from from Evangelion, so it's the big pyramid thing, and then it had Unit One in a stomping position right at the top of it, and then and then the steam or humidification or whatever would come off come out the top and kind of engulf the unit one and so this this was a a um, yeah figure of so the scene would you say that your weekend was um was like evangelion theme well yeah with the size of that evangelion i bought i would say so mm-hmm. yeah um i was at work today sorry real, sure. um but my press had evangelion colors all over it oh cool hell yeah Sick, hell yeah right? I didn't even think about Good that. Good call. Right? Okay. Mm-hmm. So this this Evangelion humidifier was from the scene where after Shinji beats up his classroom friend um, in the random other Evangelion, um, then Shinji flips out and gets in Unit 1 and starts stomping on the top of the geo front, and Gendo cuts the oxygen in, in the... Uh, pilot tube or whatever it's called again the cockpit and Shinji's you know like good goes unconscious um but yeah the, the, you know cool cool scene cool version rendition of it like if I had ever 
saw a need for a humidifier in my life, I would have bought it because I I've, I ain't never seen anything I like said that you before. Bought it anyway. Yeah, you put some oil in there, you yeah, get you a little can, bit of yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Yeah. aroma, yeah, yeah. Type things. Yeah, I'm never gonna do that. Helps you sleep. Maybe. It helps the ladies. Get you in the mood. Maybe I put the ladies in the mood. Get them tiddlies out. Huh? Maybe I fucked up. Then. I think you might have fucked up. Yeah. You know, I, I'm used to thinking the the way animals love me because I smell bad is like oh, kind of endearing. And sometimes <laughs> yeah. people are into it. The other night, Dan came back to our house and we were chilling. We were hanging out with Patrick. Um, chilling after uh, Otacon weekend. And then the next morning, I'm like sitting ready to go to work. And uh, Evie is rubbing her shit all over where Dan was sitting. <laughs> she loved his smell. Yeah. That, loved that it. Beastly like freaking the fuck yeah. out. Loving it. Pheromones. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and to be fair, many girlfriends in my life have told me that they like my manly smell Ooh, yeah, that's I'm, a huge I'm, part of attraction yeah you know? I'm, I'm convinced that I'm, I'm this is this is a this is you strategic put, <laughs> yeah it's, you it's, should it's, put your it's manly smell in the evangelion humidifier that you could have got <laughs> shit world ain't ready for that no, but. <laughs> <laughs> um but anyway so friday friday the convention the first first day uh for me personally i had the hardest time getting in the front door and we're supposed to have access because we're presenting something Mm -hmm. you're supposed to be able to bypass the line Mm -hmm. and i went back and forth between like three four times talking to security talking to staff like finally someone in staff let me in it took me to the uh the um their office if you will and we got i got signed in tried to get ryan in Mm-hmm. didn't work out too well he didn't have I his know. covid vaccine oh, or an man. id that would match so yeah you have we, to have a, a matching id yeah like we literally were like hey ryan if you need a test like a negative test we have tests at our house just mm-hmm. take a test before you come and like take a picture like timestamp it whatever um so that you can uh get in because if you don't have your vax card or like anything like that he's like okay and then friday <laughs> he was like you got a, mm. you got that test, and we're like, Ryan! yeah. I mean, he did. He he knew prior. I don't think I don't know if oh, he knew prior. Okay. Yeah, maybe we should have did him. Yeah, okay. My, like maybe the day prior, two days prior. Well, it wasn't like prior. this last year, was it? Um, I think they still checked for Vax cards and they did? stuff. Don't remember. Um, but I have mine. Um, on like a NYC like city app for like transit mm. and stuff because you need it in in new york because we went to um anime nyc and you need it to like get actually into restaurants in new york right. you have to show your vax card i got it laminated carry it in my wallet at all times i carry it in my passport mm. my expired passport but yeah okay. um so yeah, the lines were brutal this they year. were I, yeah. I i ain't never seen anything like that either well and like Nobody could get in and shop for like three hours. Yeah, it'll and even, then the dealer's room closes early. Like, right. what the fuck? Yeah, even even the line that at certain points there were lines into the dealer's room that were like 20, 30 minute waits just to get into the dealer's right. room. Right, right. It's ridiculous because like it's not like they, but like maybe this time around they had a lot more attendees than they normally <laughs> they do. did. But like the the line like. And I'm, maybe it's because I've never been a dealer before. <laughs> but I was like, bitch, let these people in. I need their money. 
Yeah. Yeah. Sure. We broke records this year at Oticon. Uh, we went from last year was, I think, 26. 26. Last year was kind of a, a slow year. This yep. year was the biggest year ever. 26,000 to 40,000 plus. Mm-hmm. So I think we might have been a little understaffed. I don't know. I think that that probably was the issue. I didn't even think about that until you just literally said it. But because um, Akon was, I don't, I have been trying to get numbers from Akon mm-hmm. um, since we went to see like the difference in attendee mm-hmm. count. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like Akon was a smaller convention, but they had like more organization and like letting people in. Oh, well, I'm letting people in. This is true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or maybe it's because oh, the because dealer... Because they didn't really have any. Like, you just walked in the door. Well, the, well, you have your special exhibitor badge that you just bypass all the lines with. I know, but what, well, I'm, I'm saying at Oticon, they bag check and have you oh, walk through all yeah. these things. And it's a much bigger place. It's just a ma- yeah. much bigger... It's a bigger convention, convention center. center. At, at Akon, mm-hmm. it's just like, all right, here's a bunch of doors. You just walk through them. Well, yeah. And then Somebody at Anime Expo... The largest anime convention. They have such bad line issues with like getting into the actual convention right. as yeah. well, okay. which like is to be expected when your convention center um, is housing over a hundred thousand people. Um, this was like forty thousand, so like I feel like you should be able to do it. But Friday didn't seem so bad. It wasn't until like Saturday afternoon, and I was like, "Holy shit!" Yeah. There's so many people. Well, Outside. Saturday, yeah, like Saturday was really terrible for lines. Like I, I like. Did you hear? I heard hour and a half wait. Yeah. Outside in the mm-hmm. ninety degree plus weather. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, so. it sucks that they are outside. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, well, our our convention experience was certainly impacted by the fact that we had the all access pass of mm-hmm. the dealers badges, and you could piggyback off me. Yeah, we f- we flew for everything. It yeah. was nice. It was really nice. Yeah, <laughs> I couldn't, couldn't have done it otherwise. Couldn't have done. If it I had a larger table, I would have been able to get more exhibitor yeah. badges. But yeah. I feel like I can't shirk the system. <laughs> I, had to, I had to help some young girl that piggybacked on me on on Sunday. Oh, I do want to talk about this one man that came to my Ludrip mm. table that you guys didn't get a chance to talk to because like you guys were like out like having fun doing like whatever you do on <laughs> at Oticon. <laughs> Look at each other um, deep in the eyes. Yeah. Um but he came to my table and he was like, Oh, I've been uh, a fan of your podcast. I just Damn. came and say hi. And I was like, oh, Really? Shit. Like how long have you been listening? I don't even know why I asked that question. I was just like, How long have you been listening? Mm-hmm. He said since the beginning. Wow. And wow, what a trooper. Yeah. And um, I was like, oh, wow, that's cool. Like, how did you find out about us? And he was like, you know, I think like one of the other podcasts, like AWO or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, AWO doesn't know about us. We're not that big. <laughs> and he was like, actually, no. I've been following um, one of y'all's Tumblr. Um, and you posted about it, about our podcast on your Tumblr, Jeffrey. That's what it was. Okay. And I was like, oh, my yeah. In my head, I said that, but out loud, I was yeah. like so cool about it. You know, I was like, oh, <laughs> 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 hair. I mean, that was back. I mean, I started that that Tumblr in I don't know, thirteen maybe, two thousand twelve, two thousand. Yeah, like I mean, so we had to have a Tumblr back then. Uh, yeah. Do you, Do you remember this person's name and no. where they're from? 
No. All right. If, if this person happens to be listening, yeah, email sure me at why do they live at yahoo.com. Yes. I'd, why I'd do they live at yahoo.com? Know you and get to meet you and hear yes. more about you. Yeah. A lot of people stop by the table and they want to talk to me about podcast stuff. And then you guys aren't there. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you got to redirect them. To yeah. Our and other I have offers. to be like, guys, you need to come back. I had to do that with Echo. I'm like, guys, come back. They're going to be here in like an hour. Come back, please. Mm hmm. Yeah, we were split up, I guess, for the most part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, fi- I guess, I guess because, like, most of our, I feel like, for me, well, personally. I around on Saturday. Well, no, I, I, no, like, I think a lot of our listener base, like, loves, like, you, you guys, because you guys you. talk about the old, you. the old anime <laughs> stuff, and, like, have lots of knowledge in that subject, and that area, and field, and stuff, so I feel like, Everyone really loves you guys, but like I'm out like doing Lou Drip and being like out in the forefront. Like I do all the social media kind of thing. So I see people differently. Mm. So I feel like everybody wants to talk to you guys, but they get me instead. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this is a trade up. They don't know it, but that's a trade upwards. That's very so kind of you to say, Daniel. It's, it's the truth. Stop winking at me. um so i wanted to go over a little bit of stuff that wait let me let me tell the anecdote of of this girl oh yeah yeah, yeah. backing on me because this this was a a little bit of a moment where i i had to catch myself you know i i ran in the door with with this exhibitor badge and this this uh this young this young woman must have been a teenager of some sort uh, piggybacked and was just like so dazed and confused and clearly didn't know what was going on and the uh, the security guard looked at my thing and was like yeah, okay and then looked at the girl's you know normal badge and then was was like kind of frowning at her and and then turned to me and was like is she with you and I was like yeah she's with me um, and the security guard kind of like started walking away and I turned to this girl and I was like alright just walk in my direction for like 30 seconds alright and she was just like, oh, what, huh? And and I was like, yo, that security guard is about to bust, is trying to bust you for coming in the wrong way. Just walk in my direction. I told her that uh, you're with me, so just walk in my direction for like 30 seconds. And, you know, so it looks like we're together. And she was like, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. And so we like walked over to the escalator, and then I was like, all right, this is where we're going to part ways. Have a good one. And uh, went on my way. But then I was thinking like, man, I'm... Did I like shock and appall this young woman by being like, "Yo, walk with me right now"? You know, like that was not my intention. I was no, you were her Otakon senpai. I was trying to be her Otakon senpai, mm-hmm. not her Otakon manga gamer. Yeah, <laughs> the, the red backpack. Yeah, you're in our red backpacks. Um. So yeah, I, I so starting Friday. I guess I'll just go through some of the programming. Yeah, Je- Jeff was out. able to actually um, experience the programming. I feel like yeah. out of the group, yeah. well, Dan, Dan did too. Yeah, yeah, we went to uh, the Cyberpunk premiere. Yes, that was yeah. I started with city the city. There's a city pop um, panel that was pretty good, pretty well run. Um, it was a nice way to start off the day, and then yeah, the studio trigger was like setting the bar mm-hmm. pretty hot, pretty high. Yes, yeah, premiere Pretty was hard. rock solid. Really I hard. came into it totally cold. I have no idea what Cyberpunk is other than a video game that people seem disappointed about. Well, when you get your PS3 that is also a Blu-ray player, maybe you could check it out. Yeah, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> but I'll watch. I'll watch the anime show on Netflix when it drops because I was mm-hmm. I was impressed with episode one. I thought it was rock yeah. solid. So Imaishi was not there. 
but we had Yo Yoshinari and Hiromi Wakabayashi. Oh, okay. The producer and one of the directors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, we sat up right up front, said no filming, no right photography. Up front? I said, <laughs> got some photographs. I did the same thing in the Chainsaw Man panel. Mm-hmm. I was like, I- mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you hot, boy. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't film any of the actual anime though. It wasn't that wasn't that wow. there. Uh, it was in dub, um, but overall it was emotionally kind of draining for a first episode. Mm-hmm. And they were saying that it's not really Amaishi's style. It's usually just to get right into it. Mm-hmm. You know, like the the protagonist is at it, yeah. cutthroat. This one was a little bit more building of tension and sort of the struggle yeah well i was i was shocked by how grounded it was in a way that i was not expecting out of an adaptation of a video game because we were met the opening scenes are like our guy is doing laundry he's interacting with his mom we see a little bit more of his kind of daily life and what his existence in this world uh, is like and the pressures that uh, he feels on his daily basis and Mm -hmm. yeah it just made it much more compelling than it, it might have been I mean, if the video game was like this, 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Video game. Damn. Yeah, the stories in the game were, weren't bad, don't get me wrong, but they, I didn't feel as connected to them as much as mm-hmm. these characters and edge runners, um, which is kind of bad. Actually, you know what's odd is that the character is in high school. Well, it's not actually odd for anime at all, but um, mm-hmm. compared to the video game where there are more or less adults, mm-hmm. you know, so they brought that angle. There's a mom child there's um i want to say now i'm blanking on what actually happened in the anime but a lot happens in a very short period i'll have to say say, um, without spoiling anything if you want to listen to our recent trigger episode we did an entire episode where we found out that you guys like imaishi's work Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe not necessarily trigger. So, mm-hmm. I mean, if he's doing edge runners. I can I, see why you guys might like it more. I mean, I'm, for, I speak for myself. I'm, I think I was pretty self aware of this fact with with uh, Dead Leaves mm. coming out. Yeah, but no, but yeah, like putting the two and two together mm. as we do this, of course, it's like, oh, he directed this as well. <laughs> it's not, you know, because studios, it's not just like one, the brainchild of one person. Mm. Studios have many hands in the in the uh, pot or whatever you want to call yeah, it. Yeah, even Studio Ghibli got Goro. Yeah. <laughs> um, very sincere, yeah. Well, no, what's his face? Um, uh, the director of um, Grave of the Fireflies. Yeah, um, that would be the more polite answer, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, then after that, we bounced over to orange presents working of animation so oh, yeah. another orange see we're i see a theme here we, we did the same stuff as last year yeah mm-hmm. i thought the orange <laughs> panel was was a bit awkward but that's all i want to say about it not awkward but like that is all you wanted to say could have been this. better okay i agree i agree it wasn't there wasn't enough presentation there wasn't enough things to show us i think mm. and like maybe if you had another person with him from the mm. studio would have been a yeah, a little stronger. Um, them plane prices, am I right, though? Mm, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then we hit the High Dive Presents Kaiji Ultimate Survivor English yeah. dub world premiere. Yeah. 
so I give this. I was thinking about this late last night, actually. Mm. I would give this dub a B plus. <gasps> At B the plus. convention, you gave it one thumb up. Much like a B plus. Mm. Mm. But you weren't that. You weren't that crazy about the narration. The, the narrator. narrator. Yeah. yeah, and I understand why they made the narrator this way. Mm. Narrator in, in Kaiji is like so dramatic and it adds so much tension. When they did the English dub, they did it in a manner that's like kind of goofy or kind of like so over dramatic that it's a little comical. And I, I kind of understand why someone might think that was a reasonable direction to go in. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of politely disagree, but I, I get the line of logic. Um, but yeah, that didn't really hit for me. I, I found it more distracting i i didn't really like tonagawa's voice either he sounded too much like a generic old guy and not enough like a businessman i agree i thought he needed to be more intimidating and more yeah. more uh tonagawa is an intimidating businessman yeah yeah but the uh but kaiji himself sounded fantastic all the side characters sounded terrific so overall i i thought it was totally watchable and and reasonable. Yeah, we also so. have an episode on Kaiji versus Squid Game, so you guys yeah. can check that out. And I, as well. I heard, I heard from the uh, uh, woman at Manga Gamer that the real reason why Kaiji is not getting another season is is kind of twofold. One, the audio, the the um, the sound composer, the guy that did all the OSTs, uh, got arrested for drugs, and so he's kind of on the out within the industry over this Mm. and uh, the franchise because they also did these live action movies franchise felt like the live action movies were successful enough and did enough to promote the manga and promote the franchise that they really don't need to sink more money into another round of anime because the live action movies like kind of fulfilled all of their goals Hmm. Um, yeah and that was kind of interesting insight the the arrest I just did not know about the movies. I suppose I could have logic down on my own, but it, it didn't really occur to me. But yeah, that, that all made sense. I was really uh, happy to to that she explained this to me. Mm. Okay. Well, if you're listening, uh, studio whatever, we want more kaiji. Yeah, yeah. Give it so, to us, baby. Honestly, I would want more kaiji. He frustrated me. But I would want more. Yeah. I want to watch more. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. When I win the lottery, I'm making more candy. <laughs> <laughs> that is, yeah, that is the ongoing, uh, not joke. Yeah, we'll call it a joke. Yeah, we'll Yo, call it When joke. I win the lottery, there's going to be more kaiji. There's going to be more berserk. Yeah. And Ashita No Joke getting licensed and released. Monster getting licensed and released. Damn. That's what I'm doing. Don't he you got want, that real real. Yeah, don't you want me to win the lottery? Yes. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, man. If you win the lottery, hook me up. Do whatever you want. I will make this happen. <laughs> what did we do Friday night after that? I don't think... Did we just eat and then crash? I think we just ate at the weird restaurant. What did yeah, we eat? The, uh, we, we, okay, the so we always eat at the tap house because it's on the corner. Yeah. Um, we've they ate there like... my appetizer. They forgot Dan's appetizer. We always eat there because it's like really like right... Right next there. to the convention yeah. center um and this time the lady was like we don't have any we can't fit five people at a table so like you can go up into the tasting room and get a spot there and i was like okay bet 
I'm like, where's the tasting room? <laughs> okay. She's like, you know, to the left, over there to the left. And I'm like, okay. So I go to the left. I don't know where the fuck this tasting room is. I'll look it around. And then we go up and it's like kind of like a um VIP lounge. Yeah, like a yeah. VIP lounge, but everything is like really low. There are no actual yeah. tables. Yeah. There's yeah. everything is like you're sitting on like cushioned stools on the ground. There should have been a hookah at every there table. There really should have. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck is this? And then you ordered from the bartender, but if you stood up to order you were towering over the yeah. bartender yeah, yeah. and if not yeah. you were sitting down and the bartenders wouldn't notice you because all of the taps for the beers were in your way yeah. um and i was like what the fuck is this and what might meanwhile i'm like looking at all of the empty tables around yeah. like you couldn't fit five people at any of these tables Mm-hmm. We had a tough weekend for food, in my opinion. Nando's forgot my dessert. Yeah, Tap House forgot my appetizer, mm-hmm. and the way that our the bartender explained the check just was like <laughs> it seriously <laughs> fucked me up. I don't even want to get into it. But it was just like really, it was like it threw me for a loop just because I've never heard somebody describe paying a check in this way. So I was just like so confused in a way that I didn't need to be. Yeah, I said, this is about to be a situation, so I'm going to pay for my shit right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can, yeah, you could probably hear the gears grinding in my head as I'm trying to interpret what he just told me. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, and then I think it was Friday night when I, I got my dessert. I was trying to get ice cream on a snowball, and motherfucker didn't give me any ice cream. And, you mm-hmm. know, I feel like I speak loudly. I you enunciate are very clearly. clear in your yeah. speaking. Come on. But also, I like, I'm not the kind of person to be like, oh, excuse me, I ordered oh, this with ice cream. I am absolutely that me. person. So I'm like, yeah, okay, I guess I'm going to get my order wrong. Well. <laughs> the cream. other day at Wawa, we had a new, a new girl. She, like, mm. she was new. She was mm. clearly new, nervous as fuck. Makes this cold brew, doesn't cut the cold brew. This is cold brew concentrate. Whoa. fire down my esophagus Whoa. and i'm like oh my god i can't even drink this is thick it's like bitter like oh my god and i was like girl hey i'm so sorry these are like so bitter and like very thick tasting can like you do something about it and she was like well it's just cold brew i don't know what to do i'm like and i'm like calm down it's okay i'm a barista <laughs> <laughs> I was a barista. Can you please just dump it out with water? Put some water in it. Just dump it out. She's like, I don't know. Let me do it. I'm like, my goodness, guys. Did you jump behind the counter? Did you I like a like Mrs. Doubtfire? Sh- I feel like I should have. <laughs> she was like, as she started pouring. I ordered like uh, whatever sweet cream cold brew mm-hmm. they have at Wawa, mm-hmm. and she's like pouring the sweet cream base into it. Like very nervous, her hands are shaking. I felt so bad. No, but like I'm not. Gonna, I'm not about to drink this. I just paid for it. No, right. you're gonna make mm-hmm. it right. right. <laughs> Fair. Okay, so Saturday had some hits. Um, the Macross Seven premiere, yeah, we was that. was lit. Yeah, that was the uh, first thing we did. I liked the dub. Um, didn't have any issues with it, or was it in Japanese? It was in Japanese. Japanese. I pretend like it's in, it's dubbed. <laughs> I mean, they're all, all anime is dubbed, but uh, this is in Japanese. Okay, yeah. So it's it's been in this limbo for years. Uh, most Macross series have been. Well, hoping that we'll get a what maybe a Blu-ray remaster. Maybe nice. I'll buy it. Do you remember Love? Yeah. Maybe a remaster of that. Yeah. Um, there's Delta coming out and Frontier, 
and what else? Macross Seven. So all those are getting box sets. Yeah, and, and Macross Plus. Um, next year is my year of Macross. I'm going to get into Macross. I'm going to watch all this shit next year. You better. I will. I'm gonna slap somebody. <laughs> uh, yeah, my the biggest. So one of my favorite things this year was the tsunami retrospective with uh, Steve Blum and Bo. I don't know how to say his name. Bill Inglis. Billing Billingley, that guy. Sure. Uh huh. That was a good try. That was a good try. <laughs> so yeah, we got um, two characters from from the Bebop series. One is Spike. One is Jet. And um, they basically just answered questions the entire time. Just lined up, and you know, I don't know. I got I got emotional. Like people there, they were basically justifying, not even justifying, but giving context to the time of Toonami and. Like growing up and being bullied and sort of like you needed a place to escape or like you something at home was not right. So you had you had a uh, Tom works first and only interstellar broadcast and exploration vehicle. I'll give you the tour later. From this day forward, she is completely responsible for all tsunami transmissions. I'm taking you guys into the new millennium. No big changes now. Same show, same attitude. New place to do it. New guy to do it with. I'm not going to waste any more time. Let's get back into it. Later. Uh, he was voiced by Steve Blum um, every day when he came from home from work, and they had someone on stage who was, I guess, staff from the from the con. Mm. She was there. She took a little too much time out of the uh, out of the panel, but whatever. She gave her like her life, your life story about uh, you know the effects of mm. having tsunami and mm. uh, yeah, like I appreciated that, but it was it was uh, hit hit deep for some reason. Um, but no, it was it was it was uh, enlightening. Yeah. I feel like um, most people's experience with anime was tsunami. At I least know, if sure. you grew up in the time period that we grew up in. Apparently, four know? kids too. Yeah, which is kind of crazy because um, that's definitely not my experience. But it seems like with everyone that we talk to, especially like with other podcast people mm-hmm. or anything yeah. that we, anyone that like we meet at conventions and stuff, like if they're in our age range, their tsunami was the. Mm-hmm. at the forefront of their anime experience. You know, it turned out one of the manga gamer guys would also wake up at five in the morning on Saturdays to watch Techno Man. Damn. I was I was like, can you imagine under these same skies you and I were watching Techno Man <laughs> at five in the morning at the exact same what, time? Sci-fi See, he, he, well he lives in College Park, grew up uh, in the okay. Maryland area. So it's mm. like dude, we were watching that same that same Shit. broadcast, man. That's cool. Makes me wonder if That's he worked cool. at the uh, Pandora's Cube in College Park. Maybe. Maybe that would have been I, didn't, a I didn't think to ask. I question should've. for the ages. Yeah. yeah. Um, are we on Friday? Or are we on Saturday? We're on Saturday. Oh fuck! Okay. Yeah, you got some. Yeah, we're rolling. Yeah. My fucking Saturday. My Saturday was crazy. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. I had to change my entire setup. Yeah, his loot drip became a bootleg operation. We're fucking illegal <laughs> up in this shit. Yo, I got that rare loot drip shit. You can't shit. even buy that shit, man. <laughs> fucking shit. Okay, so in case anybody from Oticon is hearing this. <laughs> um, You're a capitalist pig. <laughs> Um, so I knew what I was doing beforehand. So basically with Ludrip. <laughs> I totally knew I was going to like. I didn't think that anybody thing. would read the fucking con, the sure, katakana sure. on the fucking shirt. But because at Akon, they didn't read the katakana. But um, so 
for Lou Drip, I like to make like convention exclusive t-shirts that Definitely. I design specifically for the convention um, that you can only get at the convention. That is oh, ha- yeah. that has been a thing for me. Like ever since I have wanted to start a brand, I wanted to have that for people to purchase because when I go to conventions, that's the first thing I mm-hmm. look for, especially mm-hmm. at brands that like small brands that I love to shop mm-hmm. at. Um, so obviously I was going to offer that. I offered it at Acon, no issue. Um, and at Otacon, they had a little bit of an issue with it, <laughs> um, which like I knew kind of like beforehand because um, I also volunteer at AX and there was a situation that happened one of the years at AX where um, this kind of thing happened and I was like, okay, um, so that's what I do when I do it. But um, so basically um, I did not get any authorization from the convention beforehand to sell this shirt as an Otacon exclusive and because it said Otacon in it. It on the shirt even if it was in a different language it was infringing on their um, trademark which um, they told me about and I stopped selling the shirt um, so I had to change my whole setup because it was kind of like the forefront of my setup like yeah, um, certainly. I was obviously like I was advertising that this was a convention yeah. exclusive yeah, yeah. and then you could only get it at Oticon and it had dates on it for Oticon and stuff like that so had to change my whole setup, which is fine. Like, yeah, in the grand scheme of things, I think Otacon was was pretty mild in their response and was yeah. like totally reasonable. And, mm-hmm. and this is not we're not actually offended, but for the purposes of this podcast, we're hamming it up. These capitalist <laughs> motherfuckers coming down on us fans doing our thing. Yeah, ah. I'm I'm very thankful that I did not get anything more than basically a slap on the wrist kind of thing. Um, stop, mm. sell, yeah. um, cease and desist kind of thing. Um, and yeah, so that was kind of like kind of crazy. Kind of, this yeah, is my first kind of time crazy. like kind of like dealing with that kind of stuff. Yeah. Even though like for the most part, I'm very mild mannered in my day to day life and like breaking the rules. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm like a fucking bad bitch. Like I'll fucking break a goddamn rule. I don't give a fuck. And then when it actually happens in real life, I'm like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Don't call my mom. <laughs> like don't call my, don't tell anybody. Don't <laughs> but, tell my parents. Yeah, please. please. I swear, I swear I'm nice. <laughs> hmm. So did things pick up for you Saturday? Yeah. Um, I am very humbled by the response of my table, like mm-hmm. in both Akon and Oticon. Um, most people that come up to the table um, really love what I do. Um, and if they don't know that I am the like, sole person behind the brand like I design everything like I create all the characters and I get all the merchandise made um if they don't know that then they are very excited about what I am selling and that I am different than other brands which is always very like overwhelming to me because um I've always wanted to make money off my art and like the fact that people come up and really love what I do is kind of like crazy to me Mm-hmm. Um, so it's always very humbling and I appreciate every single person that comes up and tells me like that they love what I do or love the products that I'm making. Um, 
it's always overwhelming. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I think that's like the biggest, the biggest takeaway from, from Otakon is just like the amount of like love that I receive, um, throughout the, the day is kind of just like, I don't know how to handle all of it. And I'm like still processing mm-hmm. it, <laughs> even though like I am like a fucking hentai, like, like I sell porn clothes, but still. That's cool. Yeah. Love. Yeah. It's really cool. Um, so another panel we went to was the Gunbuster panel. Voila! Another big uh, reveal. The debut dub. of the English dub, yeah. English dub, yeah. Yeah, what'd you think of Noriko? Think of I her? thought it was rock solid. Uh, I also give this an A minus. <laughs> um, I'm impressed that they actually. So they said they lost. Part of the reason for the difficulty in uh, getting Gunbuster back on the shelf is that Gynax lost all of the sound. Mm. Like everything sound right. effects, soundtrack, everything. There was no audio. And so they recreated all of the audio from scratch and. Re, like recreated it and it's not they they said they were not recreating it in an updated fashion they were recreating it to be as close as possible to the original yeah and i thought they did a marvelous job i was into it mm-hmm. yeah, they tried to pull they tried to get a new voice actor uh for noriko and then some old older people older um Older crew for the 90s style, yeah, yeah, yeah. just to keep it uh, not too modern, but you know, keep the original flavor. And uh, the coach, they were talking about the coach and how they really struggled to find an actor for the coach. Mm -hmm. I, I enjoyed it. I thought the coach was, uh, yeah, was uh, acceptable. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) Yeah, it was good. Is that Um, a C plus? Uh, B. Okay. I'll give it. I'll give her. I'll give him a B. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but that was that was a short lived. It was only two episodes. Actually, no, it was two episodes, right? Two episodes that they played. Yes. Okay. Um. Yeah. Anything else about the disco? T- uh, we we're going to do the disco tech panel oh. right afterwards. Yeah, but then we started watching that movie. Oh, oh yeah, Zerum, Zerum, yeah, Iria. yeah. Actually, that that movie that really moved me. Sick, yeah, actually, we great. came um, to the back end of it, um, and I had no idea what was going on, but it just lo- it was just very gory. It was gory. Yeah. B-, B movie a- effects. It was like really cool. Yeah, it was a pretty picture perfect action movie. Just the right amount of camp and entertainment mm-hmm. action mm-hmm. interesting sci-fi just just really uh it was perfect i had never heard of this thing before but yeah we we had a little bit of time to kill before the next panel we wanted to hit and we started watching it and then when the time came to leave at least i was like actually i don't i don't want to go like i'm i'm really digging this <laughs> yeah I had, no, I had a similar reaction too um it's giving me uh, terminator vibes and you know, like Predator and things like that, um, and the whole alternate universe kind of. Um, well, I don't want to say Evangelion because everything feels like Evangelion <laughs> in Japan. Um, no, uh, yeah, memorable. And then it uh, definitely had Bio Zombie vibes. Bio Zombie, sure. yeah. Y'all know that movie, Jeffrey? I know you know that movie. Yeah. Uh, the effects, uh, the effects in it were very yeah, like, bio zombie like. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the sure. only way I can describe it. Pra- a lot of practical effects. Yeah. Yes. But it yes. looked good for this time. I think it, ha- I think it more or less hold out. Mm-hmm, hold absolutely. Up. Um, the the men in it were very weird. The two the two main characters kind that weren't area. <laughs> they were super yeah, goofy. Yeah, they were goofy. They very were like, goofy. wow, you're an attractive lady. And she said, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the fuck, girl? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I borrowed Iria um, from from Steven. I'm going to watch that mm-hmm. sooner than later. Mm-hmm. I want to watch the second movie now. I think I might buy buy them both at some point. Um, yeah, and then they played the second one right afterwards, but we left. Yeah. We were I was pooped on a mission. At that yeah. point. I really, I actually went in line to go get my 18 plus badge oh. or wristband or whatever um, because I really wanted to go to the When Hentai Goes Bad panel. Oh, we went to that. Yeah, and um, I didn't get a chance to make it because in that movie I started getting real sleepy. Uh, the, sure. the day started to hit me real hard. Um, and uh, My mind just farted. <laughs> Did you see that? Did you see my brain fart in real life? Yeah, they and, were uh, they were strict with them 18, 18 plus wristbands. Yeah. people, mm-hmm. we got popped going into Kaiji. Oh, had to really? be eighteen plus to see Kaiji. Damn, like, yeah, I yeah, get it because you know this is this is uh, I don't want no little kids mucking up my Kaiji. Mm. But also, why can't it be like a bar? They should check your ID. They literally should just yeah. check your ID. It's so stupid, and then you know, like we. I got gray in my beard. Like I'm fucking. I'm not. We're fucking I, old. Yeah, okay. honestly, yeah, we yeah, look, honestly we look old I thought enough. I thought the exhibitor badge was gonna allow me to bypass all that kind of stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. I feel like they should give you your 18 plus badge or wristband with your exhibitor badge because you can't be uh, under 18 to exhibit. Yeah, I think that's yeah. That would make sense. We're gonna yeah. send that. We're gonna send that to the uh, discussion box. Um, whatever you want to call yeah. it. I did really want to want. So I didn't go see the when hentai goes bad panel, which I really wanted to see. But I did also want to go to the love sick um, hen, uh, history of hentai panel. So mm. if anybody mm. actually who is listening um, went to that panel and would love to tell me how it went and how you how you thought about it and what, what they said and stuff please hit us up on any of our social medias because i would mm-hmm. love that um i really wanted to go to that but i was like so tired yeah mm-hmm. but we uh yeah we went to the manga gamer panel i thought that was really first. enjoyable first or so, yeah first, first one then sure. when hentai goes bad was after that mm-hmm. it was the same panel that we saw last time around but updated updated yeah yeah. yeah some new was, clips and uh extended clips yeah very entertaining dude did a fantastic job he Y'all always didn't get back to like 2 a.m yeah because <laughs> after that we went to the history of fan service from one of the awo guys oh, I, I, I thought really, that was tremendous i really wanted yeah. to go to that one as well yeah there was, I, a, there was a riot of laughter in the back yeah us. And they were, uh, I know that that girl kept like squealing in a really oh my weird goodness. way. I wasn't, I wasn't gonna say anything. Did she just I just turn eighteen. I didn't say anything. And, uh, <laughs> didn't say anything in the moment. But I was like, "Yo, how many times are you going to make that sound?" Man? <laughs> just all good. You know? That's what she said. Yeah. Hey. And then I had to remember that some of the like people in the audience. This might be the first real. Exper- yeah, exposure they actually yeah. be 18 mm-hmm. to to these mm-hmm. to these things like mm-hmm. family you know like these yeah. hyper <laughs> i mean me over here i'm such a hand time a child well it was cool because they he showed this i can't remember what it was called but it was an older series from the 70s i believe 
and it was the first breast jiggle. Yeah, and, a breast and he said jiggle. that it was in an unintentional animation thing. Right. Um, like when the woman turned, it's this real quick. Wouldn't, you wouldn't even, you might have missed it. Oh shit. Yeah, and then he jumped to um, Cutie Honey and some other older classics. Um, uh, he also touched on the uh, Agent Ica and um, I'm forgetting some other stuff. That's that old shit. Yeah. Well, he had plenty of new stuff in there too. He did. He did. Well, oh, well, there's was, a lot was, of new fans. Yeah, he was he was yeah, broken yeah. out by decades in a similar way as we do. Oh, we love the decade we break. Love, we love we breaking love out by decades. So <laughs> I, I was yeah. like, I totally follow your line of thought and understand what you're telling me. I yeah. absolutely understand everything you're saying. Yeah, but I so I was the the two little details that stuck out to me. One, his delineation of fan service being beyond just sex, but also being technology and he, oh, yeah, he gave point. a little bit of an emphasis to like you know this panel is not going to focus on the uh, big robot fan service but totally there is big robot and technology fan service and he played the intro to one of the ovas we watched last year um I forget the pa- name. metal panic um, full metal panic no <laughs> full metal alchemist maddox no. maddox. Maddox. maddox space maddox yeah, yeah. one yes yeah, he yeah, played yeah. the opening sequence to I that and was like look at this gratuitous <laughs> robotic scene going on totally unnecessary but you know you love it it's fan service mm-hmm. and i was like oh interesting i had never really thought of that but i suppose that's true then yeah. he pointed he uh he right when we came in he was referencing the uh, um, what's the word for the history of the ed- etymology, mm. uh, entomology, entomology, yep. mm-hmm. the entomology of the term fan service, which apparently comes out of some Japanese producer's email when he was it was an he, he had the exact email exchange um, up on the screen where he, and I we Jeff and I walked in as he was talking about this, so I didn't catch exactly uh, what the situation was but it was roughly like somebody on the american side was writing them like oh you know what's up with uh, this the random scene of nudity or whatever and the guy wrote back oh it's fan service winky emoji damn that's actually really cool <laughs> yeah it's kind of yeah. interesting we were talking about another thing like that on another episode of something that i was talking about where the mm. comic strip um mm kind of wrote the we the term weeaboo oh sure 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 yeah. right, right. and then it became a word replace because uh instead of it being wapanese on a forum the forum people were like no we don't like that word we're gonna change it to weeaboo right right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. damn i kind of like that that's kind of cool yeah it's interesting stuff yeah i thought that very was the best panel we saw yeah yeah, I was ready to. I was dead by then. <laughs> yeah, I was like, well, I almost went back with you guys. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I was, my body was telling me to. What happened? I got a was, second wind, though. We went back to the hotel. Um, I ate a cookie or something mm-hmm. and passed the motherfucker out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like hit, head hit the pillow and I was out. Word. Okay. <laughs> Same with Ryan. Oh yeah. I he think he out. went back before we did. Oh. Yeah, because we went and got Pokeballs at Poke Papa. 
Uh-huh. And then I had ice cream. And then we went to the hentai yeah. panel. I did a little um, secret um, handshake with Howdy Cat on Twitter. If you're wa- listening, I don't know mm. if you are, but if you are, you know what you know what happened mm. in the Zara so, movie. But then um, we went back to the hotel, and I just like literally passed the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> I was wearing my um, Gortaku shirt mm-hmm. for my tattoo artist. I ordered one of his shirts off of mm-hmm. his website. Nips out. Nobody could tell me anything because I yeah. wasn't exhibiting at that moment. Hell yeah. yeah. Nips out in the Poke Papa. Nips out on the streets of D.C. Yeah, fuck. I wore <laughs> those fucking sweatpants to the uh, donut and fried chicken place. <laughs> we no, the fuck yeah. yeah. Half, a half mile to this donut shop. Yeah. Oh, were you sweating? Those pants are very... They are very warm. They are so warm. They are very warm. They are very nice. Yeah, they're good winter wear. They are. I uh, No, I, I was sweating a little bit. I was sweating when I was wearing them on Sunday. But I was thinking for having this big crotch print, nobody ever looked... Like, I would when, when people would come and look at the sweatpants, I would come over and uh, talk to them. Yeah, the I'd reference be like, oh, this- for people listening, the sweatpants say only for senpai across the penis area. Yeah. Penis and vagina. And so I, I was wearing them on Saturday and when I was at the booth, people would come over and be looking at the pants, discussing yeah. the pants. I'd walk over and be like, you know, these things are just so warm in the wintertime. So I warm. wear them in my apartment like all winter long. Yeah. They're so comfy. And people were like, oh yeah, okay. And I was like, you know, I'm wearing the fucking pants, man. Like, <laughs> like, just look, look, I'm wearing them. You, you know, know what's so funny? And no, ain't nobody ever look at my pants, but then when I went to that fried chicken and donut place, that cashier woman was <laughs> right <laughs> in my crotch. And he said, like, girl, can I get your number? Acknowledgement, you know? <laughs> well, to be fair, your, your pants wearing did not go unnoticed. That was like the most, like the best seller at Otakon. Hell yeah. So, Hell yeah. And yeah. people still dug that Reiner, I want to kill myself. Oh my shirt. God. I'm telling you, your outfit on Saturday oh, was no. fucking for you. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> mm. um, uh, so I guess if there's nothing else on Saturday, we can move on to Sunday. Yeah. Our um, panel day. Fucking, I had a I had a nightmare on Sunday. You had a nightmare. I had a getting out of the hotel stress dream. Oh shit! In the sense that I could not check out of my hotel, and the booth was unattended mm. for mm. the entire day. Um, <laughs> like, I was like, "Come on, we have to go!" Like in my dream, I'm like, "We gotta go, guys!" And I was moving mm-hmm. in slow motion, and there was a huge line at checkout, and I couldn't check out from the hotel room, and then I couldn't get into the convention center. It was a nightmare. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that sucks. So crazy. That was not the case in real life. We went over there, um, and I filmed a bunch of TikToks mm. for the brand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, like, Dan doesn't know this because I didn't tell him, but Jeff knows it. Man. Um, my fucking TikTok got banned. Your TikTok got my banned. My fucking TikTok got banned. Your TikTok got banned? What the fuck is that? And I didn't fucking save. Tie- Dude, go tell Nancy Pelosi to get her ass back onto Chinese territory and give these people <laughs> a piece of her fucking mind. I fucking, like, okay, so. I should have done my due diligence and saved every video that I posted, but I had 10 videos in my draft from Otacon mm-hmm. in which I was going to post later um, because I didn't want to post it all at once um, that did not get posted that are f- completely Gone lost forever. forever. Not to mention that like my entire feed yeah. that I had yeah. up until this point, two years of being in business, 
completely fucking gone. Yeah, what the fuck? Did they I'm, say anything to you? I'm permanently banned. I tried to appeal it, and the appeal got immediately denied. Yeah, what the fuck? They, they, they didn't say why. Literally, no reason why, which is crazy, because what I post on TikTok, and if you've seen any of my TikToks mm-hmm. from the weekend thus far, like, they have not been lewd whatsoever. Everything has been censored in them. Mm-hmm. So I don't even understand why this one one specific video okay so if you're if you know tiktok sounds there's this one sound and it goes um and so like that video that i posted i was like i was like i was grabbing on the titties of this new product that i was releasing i was like fake grabbing that you know um and i posted the video to be like look at more otakon content yeah and uh i immediately fall asleep because this is after work on <laughs> Tuesday and I was like I woke up and I'll try to check the video because usually if I post at like 7 p.m. 7 to 9 p.m. is usually when I post shit goes viral mm-hmm. and I'm like okay let me see how many things mm-hmm. I got log back into your account and I was like log back into my account what do you mean ew yeah, I never what? logged out I've literally never logged out of this shit yeah um <laughs> Your account has been permanently banned. Yo, fuck You that. can appeal yeah. this. That's fucked. And you can add four photos to this appeal of whatever. And I'm like, all right, this is my literal, <laughs> this is my means of, of marketing my business. What the fuck? Um, um, appeal gets immediately denied. Mm-hmm. And I'm freaking the fuck out. Also, in tears. I am crying because literally that has been my like entire marketing plan for Lude Drip is sure. doing TikTok because how many people are on the platform. Yeah. Cool. Like I could in- I could market on Instagram and Facebook all day every yeah. day if I wanted to, but there are so many more people on TikTok all the time and the content is so relevant mm-hmm. that like if I don't market on TikTok, like I'm like missing out. Right, right, right. Um, so, ah, <laughs> uh, that yeah, yeah, that's fucked. That Isn't sucks. it fucked? I'm sorry that is that. I know. I feel like I could do a whole two-hour solo episode of me just ranting about this kind of stuff. Yeah, it's really no, like this is near this. Mm. <laughs> Dan just gave TikTok the hands and a. Mm. Yeah, well, it's, it's yeah. There's so many different ways that this it's kind only, of stuff is fucked up. You it's, know? it's because not it's not the fact that like the account got banned. Like I could give a fuck about the account. Um, I really love because like a week before Oticon, I had 400 followers, mm-hmm. and then I was almost up to a thousand like mm-hmm. after Oticon. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like I couldn't give a fuck about the actual account. It's the videos that are in my drafts. That I filmed at Oticon yeah. that did not get posted yet that I could not save to my phone that they will not give me. Right. They right. won't give you that data. They'll give you the saved things, your liked videos. They'll give you yeah. like everything else about your account except for the videos. Rude. Mm. Rude. And you can't get the videos unless you post them. Yeah. But I had too many content violations, like vi- like community guideline strikes. Mm-mm on my account Mm -mm. which like that was like the last straw video kind of thing but it literally was not even soliciting nudity yeah 
Yeah. And so I can't even get the videos. Yeah. First of all, all right. Yeah. I'll, I'll try to be not rambling about this. Number one, social media fucked up and it sucks. Number two, cultural consolidation is is terrible. And this is a prime example of, of how the modern world continues to rely so heavily on these private corporations that are not beholden to anybody and we we always act like tiktok instagram facebook all these things are part of the public sphere but they're not part of the public sphere they can arbitrarily do stuff like this you know all willy-nilly and this is i I think one of the most basic or like fundamental misunderstandings of the modern cultural landscape is the idea that all these different platforms you know they we treat them as if they're the public sphere but ultimately they're not they're not protected by the first amendment they're not you know regulated by the government they're they're the playground of these you know giant corporations that are just nefariously gathering our data to do this like post-capitalism hellscape uh and yeah it's, this is a great example of like yeah why punks should stay off social media and why you know social media always it's it's a risky endeavor because you never know what these what dumb bullshit these corporations are gonna are gonna pull on you number three the fact that like there's like i bet that shit was automated i bet it was, it by was. Bots. it yeah, absolutely thing, was like, what the i, fuck I, I even sent fucking people that work there i went through the same bullshit with paypal i motherfucking hate paypal you know i was i was like looking up the paypal headquarters i was like i'm it's yeah. only six hours away man i'm gonna fucking drive to the headquarters but you can't not use paypal is the thing is you can't not use it i know it, it it's truly terrible i do as much as i can on wise now the i literally system, said but. can a real person look at my account please yeah and I have not received an email. Yeah, back. well, I, and I I went through the same thing for whatever reason. I've been doing business, you know. I, I've been I've had my business PayPal account mm-hmm. for a couple of years. I've had my personal PayPal account for twenty years or however long, man, a long fucking time. And then suddenly, I can't use my bank accounts mm-hmm. to pay international payments. I can't like I can only pay international payments through credit card, not through my my linked bank account. And I keep asking, like I, I every couple weeks, I ask PayPal help again. Like my bank account is linked, I can't access it for the purpose of sending uh, international payments. It's seriously cramping my style. Like mm-hmm. do something, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Well, this was flagged by the automatic security system, and we there is nothing we can do about it." And I'm like, "There's nothing you can do uh, about it. Like you're you literally can. slaves to the fucking computer program mm-hmm. with this shit, basically." Mm-hmm. And and I'm like, "All right, well, why did it get flagged? I've been doing this shit. Like I've been buying records for fucking my you know entire like ever since I was a fucking little kid. I've been buying records. Mm-hmm. Like why did it just get flagged now? I'm sorry, we can't. We don't know." It's like you don't know. Yeah. Then why the fuck did it like? What do you mean you don't know? Then why the fuck did it get flagged? Yeah. You know, like why the fuck can't you fix it? If it's if you don't even know, it's clearly not a big enough deal, deal. to be worth like fucking me up about exactly. this. Exactly. And I keep going back and forth, back and forth with these PayPal people. That's why I was like, dude, I'm about ready to just drive to the PayPal headquarters and be like, look, can a real human being Talk help me, me with this? Yeah. Like this is so fucking annoying. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I never miss an opportunity to blast PayPal. And I I, I, I hate that. <laughs> and you as know you what? say, that's the thing because these giant ass corporations hold so much sway over the modern life mm-hmm. it's like if i don't use paypal then yeah. my business is fucked I'm, in a you practical literally sense cannot use paypal if you want to send money anywhere 
yeah. is a thing. Well, that was, and that's what they told me. They were, they were like, I was like, so what am I supposed to do? I got it. Like, I got to buy records for my business. I got to do, I got to do my business. They were like, we suggest you use Google Wallet. <laughs> Have you ever heard of Apple <laughs> oh Pay? Oh my God. Wow. I'm like, Jesus what Christ. The fuck? You know, that rant deserves a go off, sis. To go off yeah well uh, i'm just saying well, fuck paypal <laughs> uh, fuck paypal i ain't ever gonna miss an opportunity now to say fuck paypal, yeah, fuck PayPal. and i'm looking forward to the day when i'm not Somebody doing my business me. anymore i'm looking forward to the day when i'm not doing my business anymore so i can no longer use paypal you know what I'm gonna i'll send say? motherfucking postal money orders fuck tiktok yeah, fuck TikTok too. If I had a TikTok, TikTok I'd fucking delete fucking it. Chinese yeah, everywhere. if I had TikTok, okay. I'd fucking delete it right now in solidarity. Well, on that on that uh, on that note, uh, we went to a panel called Anime and Their Surveillance State, watching Damn. Big Brother, and they talked about Yuri Deco. Uh, I'm I'm gonna keep bringing this show up because it's fucking great. <laughs> you, yeah. Um, Maybe we should do an I mean, episode on. Go it. off this. I mean, that's that's what, what the big theme of the show is. <laughs> I mean, even um, with. Um, um, what was the anime where they also talked about um, Psychopaths mm. and this sort of like supercomputer who's, who's basically keeping tabs on you and deciding who lives and who doesn't live um, but yeah no there's like all these uh, I, I think it's a great when, when anime does it well it, it's great I, I love it like you know what I mean like when it when the writers are, are doing justice to this theme mm-hmm. it's one of the, my it's one of my favorite things to watch and I you know, a new live action show like that is Westworld. Um, and they do a very good job of that as well. The new, the last season, the third season was not that great, but the fourth season so far I'm watching, fantastic. Oh yeah. So that's my two cents. Oh, maybe we should do a full episode on Yuri Deco. Yeah. This is a Yuasa show, right? It is a original. Yes. Well, he's not working on it while it was being produced it was his concept oh yeah fascinating his concept but somebody else executed it right different director and uh, interesting i'm sure other cast members um staff are working on it but i yeah i've, I've watched three episodes of it it's a little it's a little tough at first to get into it it's a little dry but i i um it's one of those shows that pays off as if you, if you if you keep watching it you know what i mean mm-hmm. and maybe it's better as a binge not a weekly um, you know, seasonal episode thing you mm-hmm. watch every weekend or whatever it may be. Um, so yeah, that was uh, that was that panel. I guess we'll take a little a little second before she gets back. We'll talk about the our panel next. Yeah, we did our panel. I was very pleased with our panel. I thought we did real good. I got a bagel. Saturday, uh, Sunday, so that's, I got a lox bagel. Start off the day right, coffee. You know, headed over to the um, convention center about an hour early. Sat and watched people complain about the hour and a half wait. Mm-hmm. I said, ha, 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 ha. I walked right through. Um, and then I headed over to the uh, the panel room. Saw Dan Dan walk in. Yeah, it was already about what halfway full. Oh my when god! We got there. <laughs> Yeah, when I showed my dad the picture, he said that he thought there were more people at our panel this year than last year. Oh, I, I think so. Absolutely. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I yeah. not feel that way to me, but I'll, I guess I'm just wrong. Everybody. I feel like the room. Yeah. I know you've said that. I know we've talked about this, but I feel like the room was bigger. It did feel bigger to me. It felt bigger. The room was smaller. You think it was smaller? Yes. 
How many rows were there in the, la- the last year? I think we need to go to the video on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Um, it felt bigger to me. But maybe the stage was just taller. Yeah, it could have been the stage or the lighting mm-hmm. could have played had an effect on the way mm-hmm. it, we perceived it to be. Um, I walked into the room. Okay, so I was like, I okay, my, guys. I had my cheeseburger, I had my fries, you I did. had my apple juice. I was ready. <laughs> I know. Um, <laughs> I was, uh, so the dealer's room opened at 10 a.m. And I was like, all right, guys, at 1130, I need to go. So you need to go do whatever you need to do right now before we go and then 11.45 came around and I was like I need to fucking go oh my god I'm gonna be late to my old panel so um went up and Jeff and Dan were already up on the up on the stage I walked in like a bad bitch mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> we were on some Avengers Assemble ship yeah we are and uh the room kept filling out yeah they, yeah, even, to- they even had to uh be like, all right, everybody, scooch, scooch into in. the middle. Mm-hmm. Scooch mm-hmm. in and hold up your hand for how many seats you have next to you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah. shit, this shit is legit. We got yeah. a legit panel room this yeah. year. Yeah, I, I figured Which, on like, Sunday nobody was going to be there. But. Yes. So I had gone into it being like, all right, like uh, the loot drip table needs me. The, they need me to be there 24-7. I cannot not be there. And then I was like, okay, so I'm going to go do this panel. I'll be right back, guys. And... um uh, I was like, it's Sunday. The trigger panel was at one. And I was like, mm-hmm. clearly people are going to be lined up for the trigger panel. If I was going to Otakon. You got to remember, there's 40,000 people. I do. I got, didn't you know remember I mean? that. And not everyone loves trigger. <laughs> and I was like, everyone's going to be lined up for the trigger panel. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> we just did a trigger episode. I saw a trigger at Anime Expo. Mm-hmm. People are going to be fucking lined up yeah. for trigger. Mm-hmm. Not the case, apparently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I was immediately intimidated. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it helps. To, I think it helps to be in the room prior, um, just to like acclimate yourself mm. to the people and the sound person. Well, I, I kind of relax. Get some background music going, and mm-hmm. yeah, so yeah. Our really guy was good. Our yeah. guy was good. We didn't normalize all our music, so yeah, it I was, should have alerted him of that beforehand. But he did a great job yeah. stepping up and. Mm-hmm handling that mm-hmm. for sure but i think overall what you guys think it was y'all did fucking great <laughs> yeah i was i was very pleased and and behind the scenes slash i literally said this on the stage but the last time we did this present this panel we did it in 90 minutes this time we had 60 minutes to mm-hmm. do it yeah um you would think that that could mean that we would change the panel presentation in some way but we did not <laughs> so yeah. we uh yeah i feel I, like all of the info that we have in our panel presentation is important so that was how i felt too what is there to cut that was also how i felt <laughs> so we uh yeah i made a little bit of an executive decision that we were going to hit the ground running and we were not moving too fast but we were certainly not moving slow. We were not tangenting. We were yeah. straight on yeah. topic. We, there was a right lot of banter it. at the Acon panel. Yeah. Um, which I wish I would have recorded because you would have gotten to hear all of the uh, 90 minutes worth of panel presentation. Mm-hmm. Um, but we did good. Yeah, I was I was real happy. We got we covered 
yeah, probably like 95, 96%, 97% of the material mm-hmm. within 60 minutes. And yeah, I felt like it, it felt smooth. It felt natural. The only thing is we didn't fast, introduce ourselves. Nobody knew who we were. Nobody we were just the podcast. We yeah, but you know, <laughs> we weren't well, Justin uh, and Amelia. You know, we we had so we had buttons. There was a feeding frenzy for these buttons. There was. Bless all you individuals that came up and took a button. I, I'm I appreciate probably to you. blame for that when I said you get a button, you get a button, <laughs> everyone gets a button. No, you then right. also then afterwards said anybody who wants a button, come get a button. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, bless you if you came up and got a button. Yes. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I think people knew who we were. Because they got the button. Okay. <laughs> Felt like well, I'm just saying, it. normally I say, oh, it's us. Yeah. I'm Jevin there. I'm new. True. So we, we did have to kind of, we 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 didn't skip anything necessarily. Mm. We, we kind of. Oh. No, it was just much, it was. Much quicker. rapid pacing. Yeah, it was quicker yeah. than we sometimes are. Quicker and more direct than we yes. normally are. But if you want to hear the full episode, there is a full episode out that we usually do before we do panels. Um, we usually do them as a podcast episode. So there is a 50 Years of Anime theme music podcast episode if yeah. you want to listen to all of our mm-hmm. thoughts. And I recorded this panel yes. on my phone on the mm. voice memo. Mm-hmm. It is. It sounds phenomenal. The actually. audio is not bad. It's a little. It's a little all over the place because I set it up in front of me. Actually, Dan sounds fine because he. Dan projects. Amelia is a little low, but I. Yes. I'm sure if we added that, maybe we'll put it on the Patreon mm-hmm. and uh, you know if you want to sign up for that then yeah if listen. you want to sign up to our patreon and support us monetarily we have a patreon patreon.com slash otaku host club and that is the business side of that mm-hmm. but the fun side was fucking yeah. doing a panel <laughs> yeah we did good. we had a fucking the, turnout uh, y'all i felt popular i'm not gonna lie um when people were cheering when we were playing certain theme songs i was like oh my god look how popular we are guys yeah, i was i was yeah. quite moved when everybody sang along to the uh, four kids, one piece ramp. Yeah, what everyone loved it. Yeah. yeah, did we plan that? Was there some, no. something that a memo that got out that I missed? You know what happened with that? I don't know. I've never but seen that, one piece. That so. room full of people literally sang along. Yeah, that was the a highlight. one piece rap. Yeah, I was like, yo, I'm gonna go home and watch the four kids dub. <laughs> I clearly missed out on something in my youth. Clearly, I need to re reimagine relive this this mm-hmm. moment. Mm-hmm. Um, y'all were great. Well, so were you. We were great. Well, I re-listened to the unit. episode oh. um, before because I was like, I want to go over the panel slides and never got a chance to. Right. But, you know. Yeah. I mean, I was in a similar boat because I've been so busy gearing up for my trip to Southeast Asia, gearing up for my But you didn't have any fun facts for the 90s in the panel in the um, podcast episode. We were pretty straightforward to the point with the 90s. Oh, anyway. yeah. That's a big, yeah. So... Jeff had all the fun facts in yeah, the, was the 70s and 80s. I was trying to make it so there was, there was some kind of story yeah. involved, like give context mm-hmm. um, and not read from the slides. Because I, I did that during, mm-hmm. our, during ACONS. So did I. And as a crutch, as a crutch, 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 as a crutch, and um, which is fine, I think. But mm-hmm. yeah, I think people want to hear... They don't want to, you know, they don't want to be treated like idiots. They don't want to be like, all right, well, I can read what's on the panel. Mm-hmm. I can read what's on the slide. Um, but yeah. I want the fun fact. Yeah. They want the Give interesting a little, anecdote. A little nugget. A little yeah. nugget a little of trivia. Nugget. Mm-hmm. So. But the YMO stuff, uh, I didn't know about, so I like that you put it in. 
Yeah, I want to. I, I would like to rework it mm. uh, with Dan at some point. Maybe mm-hmm. get more bands and keep the information, keep it relevant to your storyline, mm-hmm. your narrative. Mm-hmm. But just like pop more songs, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know, given that we struggle to fit all of it, and I don't know if that's going to work. Yeah. So. It's hard to fit all of the content of that because it was like a two-hour podcast episode. True. <laughs> um, yeah. Into not only ninety minutes but also a hundred, like sixty minutes. You know. Yeah. In the next one, I will maybe we'll just we'll focus on a decade. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll hone in on one decade. Yeah. We really love the decades over here, so I don't know about. <laughs> we'll do each year of a decade yeah Yeah. even like the other panel that we got approved for from vhs to vtuber was also broken down by decade (laughs) so um we didn't present that one because we were like we can only do one (laughs) i can't i can't do a presentation at the last minute but yeah overall good con great con i honestly in my opinion yeah yeah, it was great. Thank you so much for everyone who has like followed us and checked us out and uh, listened to any of our episodes yeah. uh, uh, from our panel. Um, I think it's like a wild experience getting to see you guys out in person and mm-hmm. then uh, getting mm-hmm. to also interact with you um, outside of the, the con life, outside of the convention. Okay. Um, thank you so much for joining our Discord. That's like where we can actually interact with everyone. So that mm-hmm. really means a lot when you guys want to talk to us in between yeah. episodes yes, I, on I, there. I hope that I meet each one of anybody who's ever listened to this. I hope we cross paths in real life. So yeah, I can, you know, you know, know you a little bit better. Uh, I don't know if they've listened to any of our older episodes, but you did promise that if you join the Patreon, you would be able to eat dinner with Dan. So yeah, well I mean, that, that holds true. I, <laughs> You know, where are these people? I'm not totally sure, but I live in Minneapolis. Oh and my sometimes God. I'm in Baltimore, so oh my God. I'm here. Yeah. I'm, I'm ready. Oh, thanks, Shigate, for showing up again. Oh, yeah. Shigs. Our... Love you. Thanks, Shigs. Yeah. Um, Shigs is in our Discord. Um, I'm abbreviating your name. This is your nickname. <laughs> I'm giving it to you right Shigate. now. Shigs. Um, thank you for always coming to our panels. Um <laughs> And chilling with us in our Discord from periodic times, you know, mm-hmm. um, that means a lot that you uh, spend spend your spend your day spend your con time with us. Con time is precious time, you know. Yeah, it's the one time a year, or depending yeah. on who you are, depending. maybe it's the one time a year where you get together with your friends. Yeah, see people you haven't seen in a while. Yeah, so thanks for yeah. spending it with us. Any last thoughts on the convention? Mm. Thank you, Otacon, for having us. Yeah. I don't actually think you're capitalist pigs. <laughs> I'm just hamming it up. We're just, you I, know, we're I, making I content him. over here. Okay. I love yeah. and respect Otakon, and I'm coming back next yeah. year. I'm sure. Yeah. Respectfully, I took my shirt down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't, I've, I haven't, I lost count of how many times I've been to Otakon. There's probably like three or four years where I hadn't gone. Mm. First year was in uh, 2020 or 2021. But, um, yeah, it's got a it's got a it's got a soft soft spot in my heart. It is our home convention. <laughs> it is. Yeah. If anyone wanted to know, this is our home. We've been going to Otakon uh, since we were small weebs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, me, I have only been going to Otakon since like 2014 uh, consecutively, uh, but. It is the. It used to be in Baltimore. It used to be like literally right down the street from us. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a a very like. 
homey vibe about Oticon yeah. uh, when it was in Baltimore that I that I keep striving for, and I think maybe um, maybe one day we'll get back to that. But it is it is growing every every year. So yeah, D- DC is starting to grow on me a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe because we know the convention center more, and mm-hmm. we know what's around mm-hmm. food wise. We know mm-hmm. the streets and stuff. But yeah, it. it DC will never be Baltimore. It will heart. never be Baltimore. It will never be ice cold water. <laughs> but only one dollar. <laughs> yeah, truth. It will never be that. But hey, at least they put us in the Baltimore section of the room. That is absolutely yeah. true. Thanks, Otakon. Thank you so much. I love you. And thank you to everybody who um, decided to check us out. Followed us on Spotify. If you are listening to us on Spotify, please give us some kind of rating. Um, apparently, if you get to 100 ratings, you get a boost in your little in your little uh, podcast wow, yeah. acceptance into the could be. I don't know what I'm saying, but hey. <laughs> apparently, get pushed to other people. So, if you are listening and you enjoy us, please give us a rating on Spotify. Um, otherwise, we have an Instagram and a take. I was about to say TikTok. Fuck. <laughs> um, <laughs> fuck TikTok. Um, we have an Instagram and a Twitter, and we also have a Discord server where you can come and chat with us. All the links for all of our social media will be in the show notes of wherever you're listening to this on Google, uh, Apple, Spotify, Podbreaker, Podstitcher, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah, uh, yeah, thank you so much. We love you. <laughs> Yeah, thanks for listening, y'all. And we'll see you in the next episode. That is pre-recorded content because Dan's about to go to Malaysia. Yes. (laughs) I'll see everybody when I get back from the Philippines and Malaysia. Yeah. Otsukare. Goodbye. See you guys. この世界の何もかも俺のもの友情で結ばれた熱い絆よ邪魔はさせない我が道行くぜ戦え戦え戦え戦え戦え戦え